0: people. My friends, and welcome to No Normal People. I'm your host Stephen Henning,
1: and I am your host Dixie Lee Henning.
0: And this is a podcast where we prove that the more you get to know the normal people in your life, you discover that there really are no normal people in your life. Just a real quick reminder up top here: you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at No People Pod. We also have a Patreon campaign running at Patreon.com/slash No People Pod, where you can get in on some private Discord server action. You could submit questions that we could ask. Every guest on the show, there is a monthly bonus episode that we release after the first Saturday of every month. And at certain tiers, you can even join that bonus episode mm-hmm. and hang out with us every month.
1: I'm cool. Come hang out.
0: So check it out people nopeoplepod. Yeah. In this episode, we are recapping some past guests from the year, tw- the year of our Lord 2020. Yep. Nicholas Cage. Our Lord, Nicholas Cage. I think <laughs> I've also said our Lord Brad Pitt yeah. in the show before. Yeah. Yeah. These are guests that we've had in the past. We asked them a series of questions. We sent them an email and asked them, hey, would you record just a voice memo and pretend you're leaving us a voicemail? Yeah. And just let's check in on where your life is at since recording the podcast. So, Dixie, give us a rundown. So
1: you guys know what the questions are. I'm just going to list them off. What was it like being on the podcast? We asked everyone to tell us about their pets, if they have any. What is a smell from your childhood that transports you to a good memory have you had any notable life changes since recording your episode of the podcast? What is one silver lining positive that has come from COVID-19? And do you have any ongoing projects you'd like to mention?
0: There we go. So with that framework set up, let's throw to our their current guests, but also they were previous yeah. guests. So that's fun. Here we go.
1: Doing it.
2: What was it like being on the podcast? To be honest, I was actually pretty nervous to be on the podcast. I didn't think that I had anything of value or import to share. And upon arriving and talking with Steven and Dixie, it quickly became clear that they are good at pulling meaningful answers using well-formulated questions. And I was really pleased with how the conversation turned out. And it was even valuable for me because it allowed me to expound on ideas that I had thought of and clarify them when putting them into words, when trying to communicate them. So overall, the, the podcast was a, really a great experience. I do not have any pets other than a Christmas tree named Thirsty Earl. Dude Tree is a legend. He drinks like a fish. Have you had any notable life changes since recording your episode of the podcast? I have. I got the Megarona, the Big Rona, and kicked it in a few days. Got the joy of a two week quarantine. The uh, actual sickness wasn't so bad, but. The social isolation was annoying. Losing my taste for a month was extremely annoying. And working out post-Mega-Rona was surprisingly difficult at first. I have, since the podcast, become the uncle to a niece and a nephew, twins, my sister and brother-in-law, uh, we're blessed with twins and we are excited to welcome Renna and Doss to the family. And lastly, we broke ground on our development project in Bozeman. It is coming along with hiccups, but still progressing slower than anticipated, slower than desired, but we're still motivated and, and sure that we're going to make this uh, development project work, we hope to start developing some revenue by middle of January. So that will be an exciting moment to have started or laid the groundwork for a business and then acted on that plan to the point where it is in fact proven and generating income. So looking forward to that. What is one silver lining from COVID-19? I think that it is really important and valuable that we have been forced to confront our mortality. If even just for a moment, I think that there is something to the spiritual nature of such a practice. I know that Christians have had what they have called memento moris, which are reminders of death. It's also a large part of buddhist practice to reflect on uh, the temporariness of life and you and your being and i think that in a west that is increasingly secular it has spurred a lot of people on to think critically about the life that they're living the values that they espouse and the blessing and the gift that is life And I think that's really good, really healthy. I hope that we grow less pedantic and more motivated and our vision and our frame with which we view the world increases from this, uh, what is a tragedy?
3: What was it like being on the podcast well, I was a little uncomfortable at first, even though I was talking to my kids. It's still strange to talk about yourself and have other people, including strangers, listen to you answer questions about yourself. Or at least it was strange to me. But once we got into it, it just was like a conversation. And so it was it was kind of fun. I had a good time doing it. And I would definitely encourage others to try it okay so i have currently i have one cat i've had lots of pets but right now i have one cat and his name is blackjack and he's about 15 years old and he is one of the sweetest cats that i've ever had we've had him since he was about one year old he's definitely senior kid kitty cat now and He's not as agile as he used to be, and he you can tell he feels it in his, his joints and stuff to his age, but he's still a super sweet cat, and one of the very fluffiest, softest cats I've ever had, and he's all black. He doesn't really meow. He kind of barks at the door, or if he really wants something, he kind of bellows, like, mo. No! It's really strange you'd have to hear it. But he's a really good cat. He put up with so much from Shelby when she was younger, and he never scratched her or anything. He would let her do whatever she wanted, and he was always so sweet to her. Actually, since we're being here in Billings with my mom, um, we had another cat, too, named Gandalf. Gandalf the Gray, who uh, decided he would move out just recently, few months ago because Dixie and Stephen moved in here and brought their cats and he doesn't like their female cat Dinah she is the queen and she let him know and so he actually moved down the street he lives down on the corner with some people there <laughs> and it's got it kind of nice kind of cushy down there we talked to them um just the other day he's got a he did garage, and he likes to be outside a lot. So anyway, I, we have two cats, but Gandalf packed his bags and was down the street. So he might come back after Dinah moves out, but who knows? And he's a really sweet cat, he's been hit a couple of times. He's a fun cat. So anyway, Blackjack and Gandalf. So I've been trying to think of a smell that reminds me of my childhood, and that's like a hundred years ago, so <laughs> I don't remember you know, just like in my podcast, I talked about how doing drugs um messed with my memory and and then chemo messed with my memory, and I mean, I don't know i'm just i I lived in California when I was a child and I have lots of really cool memories, and I, uh, memories get tripped a lot, but I don't know that I can think of a smell that I s- smell here in Montana that rem- or, you know, like a food or, I don't know, perfume. I, nothing that really transports me. I've smelled lots of candles hoping that they would smell like the ocean, but they can't really capture the salt and kelp ocean spray smell in a candle because it wouldn't really smell as good to most people and they probably wouldn't be able to sell it but listening to like recordings of the ocean or I get lots of memory jogs from that because I spent a lot of time that's one of my favorite places to beach I would say that there's been times like when my kids played softball and I would watch when that would bring me back to childhood memories or it's Christmas time, so Mom bringing out some of the old ornaments and I would see them and it would it would jog my memory of Christmas time in the old days. <laughs> and the, just the fun that I had with my family because I come from a very large family. We had a lot of fun at Christmas time. So, I, I mean, I really can't think of anything that takes me back to childhood. Okay, so... All of 2020, you know, I've watched the news, all the stuff about COVID. I've, you know, endured the the mandates and trying to do what's right and what's best so that people don't get sick or I don't get sick or, you know, trying to try and keep the numbers down, trying to do my part and stayed home quite a bit. I didn't go out a whole lot before, but I think... I'm so accustomed to not going very much other than necessity now that it doesn't even feel strange to me anymore. I think the thing that I've taken away from COVID is trying to be more mindful of how to be kind to so many people that are suffering and not only physically, but mentally and how tempers can seem to flare real easily uh, now and People trying to draw lines in the sand and saying that you either have to be on this side or that side. And that's definitely not my personality. I like to try to ride the middle and I want everybody to be comfortable. So I've been trying to find ways to be kind and let people do what they feel they need to do to get by through this very difficult time that we've had this year. And I've been pretty successful at that. So I think I've learned patience or more patience than I had before. I you know, I I've never stopped working. I haven't gotten sick. i there have been people that I have known that have passed away, there are people that I've known that have been sick and, and gone through it and I don't think it hasn't I don't think anybody goes untouched through this, so but the one thing I think I learned was to be more tolerant and patient with people that may not agree with the things that I think and I've also learned how to scroll very well on social media because I enjoy social media and I enjoy seeing my family there because I have a large family and so it's easy to stay in contact that way but you know there's a lot of stuff that people like to put out that are is not necessarily things I want to read or things that I agree with. So I've learned how to be tolerant and scroll.
4: Hello, everyone. This is AJ, and I hope everyone is having a wonderful day. Um, I've just received some fun little questions from No Normal People, and I was going to take some time out to answer them for you. So let's go ahead and get started. First question, what was it like being on the podcast? Well, it was really, really fun, actually. Um, I don't normally do voice recordings or anything like that, so it was a little outside my comfort zone. Um, But I'm always grateful to be able to help uh, my friends tell us about your pets. Well, I don't own any pets. However, my job working at an apartment complex, there's a lot of... Uh, Animals on property and I think we just passed 70 dogs on property and pretty much all of them love me. So whenever I go uh, Walk around the property, then uh, I usually get to play with some dogs on my way to the next uh, next work order Uh, What is a smell that from your childhood that transports you to a good memory? I would have to say cucumber melon um, it's a very typical 90s smell, because um, that's when I grew up, during the 90s, and uh, it takes me back to much, much simpler times than uh, than current times. Have you had any notable life changes since recording your episode uh, of this podcast? You know, I really haven't. I've been uh, getting even more busy with work, so unfortunately I have less time to uh, spend on myself and just relaxing. What is one silver lining positive that has come from COVID-19? For me, I would say I eat healthier (laughs) Um, just because I am pretty busy with work and I'm on call 24-7. I never know when I have to dash out of my apartment or run uh, from the store back to the apartment to help fix something. Uh, So... I kind of just stay at home and cook and experiment with food as much as I can. And since I'm not ordering DoorDash for every meal, I'm definitely eating a lot healthier. Well, I think that's it. Thank you, No Normal People, for uh, giving me the chance to answer some follow-up questions. Have a great day!
5: question one, what was it like to be on the podcast? It was awesome. Um, It gave me a chance to be introspective and recognize my experiences and my habits and how all of those things work together. So it was very productive. I would do it again. And it was just awesome to catch up with Steven and Dixie and be able to connect with them. Um, So overall, great experience. A little bit about my pets. Um, I have Juno, she's a Border Collie, she's six years old, super energetic, loves playing frisbee, loves snacks, very sensitive, and she just loves being a part of the action, so keeps me off the couch. Recently, Raston and I got a cat, his name's Ripley, Um, he loves the snuggles, he's actually pretty needy, (laughs) unlike some cats, so... Uh, Really have loved his energy in the house. So it's been great to have another buddy. Yeah. What is a smell from your childhood that transports you to a good memory? I would say I really enjoy the smell of cinnamon apple. So my mom used to have a candle that would be in the living room and it just reminds me of the holidays, um, reminds me of dancing to earth, wind and fire as a little kid. Um, and yeah, so it kind of transports me to the memories of being with my family in the living room and typically when it's cold outside. So yeah, since my recording, any notable life changes? No, my life has stayed pretty consistent I have been able to go on more rock climbing adventures um but job is rocking and rolling and um still heavily involved with therapy and getting my license and collecting hours so yeah it's been really good there hasn't been anything that's super notable but um was able to go to the desert go to Utah and Moab and climb some pretty epic famous climbs um yeah, so look at my Instagram. There's a lot of really awesome photos of the climbs. So they were all very scary and lots of hard work, but it was great uh, to get outside and be in some warmer weather. Uh, silver lining with COVID. Um, I have invested more in my personal habits of creativity, playing music, as well as just getting into some watercolor and having more creative outlets. Um, it's also allowed me to (laughs) problem solve more in my job, um, recognizing what we have control over and what we don't. So really facing anxiety head on personally, but also with my clients. So silver lining is it's so obvious that there are things in life that we don't have control over. And sometimes it can be a beautiful thing if we decide to accept it and focus on the things we do have control over. So, um, therapeutically it's brought up a lot of a lot of stuff and it also has been very hard so uh, sentiment to the audience uh super appreciative that whoever gave a listen um and want to know any any more about me I just really appreciate your listening ears and the time that Dixie and Steven put into this and I appreciate hearing everyone else's podcast so Um, keep trucking 2020 has been quite a doozy but like I said focus on what you have control over and keep investing in your relationships and yourself so thanks for checking in with me and hopefully we'll talk later thanks Stephen thanks Dixie
1: First off, what was it like being on the podcast it was at first terrifying but over the course of the time speaking it it became much less nerve-wracking as we talked and by the end of it I was having a blast and I was a little disappointed that we had to end to be super honest like it was it honestly just felt like you me and Dixie hanging out and talking and having a good time which was I mean, obviously amazing. And I was a little disappointed once it was over. Not going to lie. A smell from my childhood that transports me to a good memory. I would say that one right there would be my mom makes these chocolate chip cookies that I love to death. I'm not even saying that they're like amazing chocolate chip cookies, although my mom would. Um, (laughs) But I would say the smell of those chocolate chip cookies baking We almost always had it on like Sunday evenings or something like that. That right there brought me back or brings me back to just some of the best memories of my childhood, my childhood, that or the smell of my dad's truck, because we would always go on camping trips and fishing trips and hunting trips. And my dad's truck has this weirdly like distinct smell. And that one also brings me back. Have I had any notable life changes since recording the episode of the podcast I did get a newer job. Uh, My job has changed quite a bit at Faith Chapel since then. So I would say a major life change for me is that my job has shifted quite a bit at Faith Chapel. I do a lot more project management stuff, and that is challenging, to say the least. A lot of fun, but very challenging. I also think I updated my Twitter handle, but that's about it. What is one silver lining positive that has come from covid For Shayla and I, or for me, definitely, but for Shayla and I, like, it's expecting our son. We are, like, in this place where it feels so strange to have such an amazing gift to our family come out of such a dark time. It's been a really strange 2020 for us. There have been a lot of really terrible things, but, I mean, I'm going to be a dad from all of this, so it can't be that bad. Do you have any new or ongoing projects you'd like to mention? Probably not. I don't really do a lot of projects. I mean, other than, well, you guys aren't talking about that yet, so don't use that. We can't talk about the Eberron thing, even though that would be so dope. But that's really all I've got. I don't do anything other than play D&D and work, so, you know. (laughs) A short message slash ask sentiment to share with our audience. I would say throughout 2020, my encouragement to everyone everyone that I've met and everyone that I know and people out there that are going through, it could either be just the weirdest one, you know, weirdest year of your life or probably one of the hardest years of your life. There is joy to be found no matter where you are. And I know that is such an easy thing to say and such a hard thing to practice, but joy in itself is a choice. Uh, Happiness is a feeling. Joy is a choice. And I would encourage everyone to find joy in anything and everything that they can, especially in a season like this.
6: Hey everybody, what's up? Salem Mauer here. Um, I'm just doing some follow-up questions. Uh, what was it like being on a podcast? It was super fun. I was just I was honored in the first place to get asked um, by Stephen and Dixie Lee to be on their, their podcast, so that was fun to begin with, and then I really just enjoyed the... It just felt very authentic, and it just felt like we were catching up and getting to know each other further, which obviously is the whole point of this podcast, but I really did just feel um, comfortable. I'm not very good with on-the-fly stuff, so they were super patient with me, and yeah, I don't know. We just had a really good time, and I... Despite my nervousness um, had a blast and would totally do it again. What is a smell from my childhood that transports me to a good memory? Um, The first thing that came to mind was hot chocolate My dad would make a ton of it in a pan and put it in a big thermos that we would take to sports that were outside in the cold Um, so I just always enjoyed that having something warm to drink and my mom also made us hot chocolate after we shoveled the snow in the morning, so I really appreciated that and Hot chocolate's also still the only drink that I will get at a coffee shop. Um, I get hot chocolate with lots of whipped cream almost every time, guaranteed. Any notable life changes since recording my episode of the podcast? Yes, some big changes actually. I graduated with my associates of arts, um, so I finally get to just focus more on my photography, which will be great. Actually, today where I'm recording, I'm gonna go have a meeting with a friend that's gonna help me with my LLC and just kind of help with getting a website going and stuff. I'm really excited. And I also got engaged, you guys. We're getting married hopefully in six months. COVID's making it a little weird with just planning and stuff, but we're still very excited and we can't wait um, for whatever is next. What is a silver lining that has been positive from COVID-19? I personally believe that there have been many positive notes in 2020. I think um, a lot of us um, will look back at this year with hindsight and see the good that came out of it. And I understand, though, that A lot of people this year would have been hard without COVID, so I'm not disregarding difficulties or anything, but I think we were still able to learn a lot, and I hope that we come together closer after this. So with that, I learned how to rest better, just like actually rest, and to slow down, and to be okay with that. You know, we're just very like, go, 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 and we're doers, and we got to be human beings, y'all. Yeah, I think I just got to relax and kind of remember things that I enjoy doing, like word search puzzles or practicing the guitar and journaling and reading, um, just things that I take for granted that I don't put more time into. Um, I got to do more because of just the circumstances of COVID. Um, I also learned to be more present, just not knowing what's coming next. Not that I ever did before COVID, but, you know, it's just constantly changing. So just learning to trust God with day-to-day things and month-to-month circumstances and just trusting that he's got me. Uh, and I also, there was a quote from a guy who lost a friend and was just talking about like the, like how he moved forward. And he said, um, I either had to choose God or choose understanding. I knew I couldn't choose both. So I chose God. And I think that's what I've been trying to remind myself of this year. Like a lot of it doesn't make sense and it feels random or all of a sudden, or even personal, even though it's affecting all of us. And I just think, (sighs) yeah, I just got to trust God on this and that um, it's okay that I don't understand what's going on. Do you have any ongoing projects you'd like to mention? I think I briefly mentioned earlier that I'm making a photography website. Um, now that I have more free time, I'm able to put more time towards that. And um, I'm looking forward to getting it finished and so that you guys can all check it out. Um, I'm also trying to sign up for free, cl- uh, free photography classes when I see them. I'm hoping to learn more. I will probably always be learning something for my whole life. So. I'm just really excited to kind of keep learning. A short message or sentiment to share with the audience. I have been learning a lot this semester about the power of words and how people laugh at things that aren't funny probably, but we don't want to, you know, we're people-pleasing or we're we don't want to be a party pooper or we don't want to be confrontational, so we just laugh and or we just remain silent because we don't know what to say. So I think just remember that just keep asking yourself that like why did you say something? What was your motive behind it? And Or why did you respond the way you did? It might've affected someone completely differently and you laughed and they saw that. So I guess just remembering that people are wa- waiting to see what you say or to see how you react and it's important and it matters. So yeah, sticking up for people is better than fitting in, <laughs> in my opinion. So yeah, I think just to remember to be kind and be slow to speak. All right, have a great day guys.
2: And remember, the only
6: normal people you know are the ones you don't know very well.